flew off the roof, gliding down. What up, Craig? Uh, and flew down <laughs> um, uh, the castle. Um, upon landing, the chase was on. Nearly a hundred vampires ascended from all over the castle, descended from all over the castle, and started racing towards the party. The party fled through the courtyard by making it uh, past dangerous shifting terrain and almost made it out scot-free, except Zab, at the last moment, took a bolt of lightning. Luckily, it was towards the end of the chase, and uh, the party was able to assist him to his feet, and they were able to board uh, Rahadan's black carriage. With Ajira and Aspion in the driver's seat, they directed their fell steeds, pulling the cart towards the old bone grinder windmill. This was the last place that we saw Irina and the kids. Um, to reiterate our timeline just a little bit, because I know we've been doing this for a while in real life, but to kind of reiterate it for the party, most of the parties really only known each other for about four days now. Um, that said, you've gone through numerous traumatic, you know, experiences, and you've kind of, um, it, it feels like you guys know each other probably better than you do. You know, you've developed excellent teamwork, problem-solving skills, synergy, and battle, and just regular camaraderie between each other. Um, you know, that said, of course, there's still much to learn, um, but just kind of putting that into perspective that, oh yeah, you guys really only have known each other for about four days. Is that four days for um, Josh and I, or is that no, four you, days? you guys have definitely known each other longer. You guys are probably at years. I think we said that like you guys even knew each other before the campaign started kind of thing, so. Not Josh and I, I don't think. No, no I mean, uh, yeah, uh, then I, I, I would say Arrakis. months or weeks or something like that. I, 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 definitely yeah, longer, like, though. And then everybody else is kind of about four it's days. It's like the last four days. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the same could be said about Ajira and Aspion, uh, their relationship that they've known each other prior, uh, and then now, you know, they're here kind of thing. And I'm here. <laughs> and then there's Zav. <laughs> Our favorite lovable scamp. Um <laughs> So it takes you guys. Uh, oh, here, let me uh, jump back over. I don't even have my roll twenty up because I'm a bad player. Um, okay. uh, so it takes you guys about a full eight-hour trip um, to reach the windmill. You guys are basically driving uh, this uh, to this windmill at night. Um, so everybody in the party is basically able to get a full rest. Um, you guys also leveled up since the last time. Uh, so we'll say that you guys uh, switched drivers. Um, I, I want everyone just to roll me like a flat d twenty. Good rolls, Zav. Better roll, Matt. Nigeria. Damn it, Matt. Awful roll, Are we going to back to this again? I'm rolling, I'm rolling on this That's camera okay. over here. It's okay. I'm right, I'm right there with you, buddy. Oh, you got a roll camera, huh? Yeah. I rolled a nine. Damn, nine. Okay. I was like, you might have to shout him out for me. Okay. So we will say that Ajira and That's Zav... Legit. Uh, are right now, um, it, it means nothing, but you guys are just, uh, I was going to take the two highest and just say you guys are on our driver's seat uh, for the time being. Um, so this is not a terrible time to kind of get a little role play. Um, Zav and Ajira, if you guys want to have a conversation, you can. Um, Aspion, um, Del Gaius, and uh, who am I missing? Uh, Del Gaius and just these three are in the uh, carriage. Um, so um, you know, you guys are welcome to talk amongst yourself as well. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Ajira brought me back from death store, right? Yes. I, I believe that's the case. That okay. is, yeah. Uh, I meant to thank you for that. I 
That was a close one. Ah, uh, no worries. You uh, you were running, and uh, we we'll, we'll keep you up. I'm not gonna let you guys fall. I guess next time I should probably watch where I'm running. Um, no, you were you were looking to see where you wanted to go. You just weren't looking at the train in front of you. It's okay. It's a good well, feat to I'm have. Not... Yeah. Hmm. Well, there's always next time. Um, do you think we'll have to take on all of those vampires? That was a lot. I I didn't really even do well against any of them. Um, I, I don't think I could take on all of them, especially if we're all running all the time. I'm, I'm not very good at running. It's okay. Uh, That's why we're riding, bud. Are, <laughs> and hopefully are, not. Are Del and I in the room with you guys? Or in the cabin uh, with you guys? Uh, yeah, so uh, these guys are driving right now. Um, Del Gaius and Aspion, um, we'll just say you guys have just kind of oh, woken right, up. Okay. You guys were taking your little uh, time for rest. You guys have just woken up. You're kind of stretching a little. Um, Del, you maybe don't have as much room. Um, but, uh, you know, you guys are just waking up. Do you guys have any conversations between you? Oh, I, di- I didn't mean to interrupt the thing. I was like, you, you can finish the other, like, oh, role-playing okay. session. I was just, I was like, I didn't have the order down for sure okay. uh, we were, yeah. uh, Jared, uh, I, that was all I had okay yeah. all right. so yeah so we'll flip over to the carriage see if you guys had anything to talk about change our camera angle here excellent conversation Del <laughs> no, just kidding. Del think you could kill any of those things that were chasing us of course Seems more your forte than mine. I don't think we can leave until they're all dead. Agreed. I mean, still have work. Eighty, hundred twenty, somewhere around there. That's about right. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean. Been a while since I've had to count a lot of people running at me in a large group, but yeah. We may need more allies. <laughs> more allies, or well, probably more allies, or I don't know, weaponry that can kill those things. I mean, does do normal weapons hurt them? How many undead have you killed or re-killed? Some. Dale's gonna pull up fingers. Can you? Uh, do you? I don't believe I've I, ever killed a vampire, though. Do you, don't do you know how to do it? Or I guess, quick like history check. Do we do we know what like vamp like how to kill vampires? Or yeah, do we know what vampires are? Yes. And you know what they are. You know that they're basically like these undead fiends. Um, you know that they're under the control of Strahd. Excuse me. <clears throat> you don't. No, much else than that. Uh, yeah, like, I wouldn't say you guys know how to kill them. You know, yeah, at this like point. the, the lore really we one. have in our world of like stakes to the hearts. Yeah, they, they don't. They wouldn't know. Yeah, anything. that's not a thing in D anD. d It's not. Dang. No, I was garlic is not going to help you here. I was hoping the wooden stakes would do a good. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you could like inflict some damage, but like, it's not going to be like, oh, wooden stake to the heart. I'm poof gone. 
wouldn't uh, Hotel Transylvania had a great answer to that when they're like, "Do wooden stakes kill vampire?" When you stick a wooden stake to the heart, it kills vampires. Like, kills everybody. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess that's as true as it can be, right? <laughs> Does obliterating vampires on a molecular level hurt them? Is that bad for them? Like, yeah. Um, I guess so. Then I guess Dell just says, "Fill them with the light." Slay them like anything else. I mean, well, at least you've got that covered. I guess the rest of us will have to find some light to put in our pocket for later. <sighs> You're Let's always go. welcome to join join the forces of good. I'd be happy to show you how. You know, I just might take you up on that. And and uh, Gaius, as you're saying that, you're kind of just you know repositioning just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we're gonna kind of flip back now. So it's a particularly hazy morning, um, kind of where you are um, as, as you travel through these mountains. Let's say dawn broke about two hours prior or so. Um, you notice that the haze uh, slowly starts to hint towards a deep blue. Um, this is telling your party that you guys are close to the windmill. Um, you remember the lake nearby being pretty dark blue. Um, uh, those that are driving the cart um, can mostly just hear like the trot of the horse. Meanwhile, in the cabin, you guys can hear kind of the repetitive creaking of you know uh, the wheels and you know just the carriage uh, wood you know being pulled back and forth. Um, you stop the carriage as you approach the windmill and you finally get to kind of stretch your legs. Um, you know, it's pretty meaningful when you're being subjected to such a tight space. Um, and, and like I would say for the taller of you, like Dell, you know, it even means more. It's just like, Oh, it's just nice to really, you know, stretch it out. Um, but you're here and you guys have arrived at the windmill. Um, I would say, tell me what you do. Uh, but I would say, let's start with a Jira cause I'm most interested in your actions at this point. Um, I'm going to, as we are pulling up, uh, kind of do, um, so this is like a carriage, like we're sitting up on like a bench up top with a little ladder. That's correct. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to kind of get down on the ladder as we're still going. And right before we pull up, I'm going to hop off and immediately run just straight inside and see if she is there. Yeah. Um, Ajira, you fling the door open and you see a familiar scene. Uh, you were here about 24 hours ago. Um, it kind of all looks the same. It's a dirty, dusty, smelly, honestly, uh, windmill. But you hear nothing. You don't hear the night hags like you did. You don't hear the whimpers of children like you did. Uh and you, this is going to sound weird, but you do kind of know what Irina smells like. You also just don't smell her. Like she has a nice fragrance about her and it's not here. Mm. Um. As Ajira runs to the door, um, I, Ajira, and I jump out of the, the carriage and chase after, not waiting until the carriage comes to a complete stop. Ajira, really low DC, but go ahead and give me just an intelligence check. Okay. Um, intelligence. Oh, whoops. Oops. Uh, not what I wanted. All right, double rolls. Both good enough. Totally fine. Um, That's really yeah, Ajira, you, uh, you remember uh, the last thing you said to Irina 
was for her to 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 get away. Was was for her to leave, mm-hmm. find safety. Um, you don't think she was able to find that here? Um, In that case, I'm going to start heading back to Gaius. Sure. Uh, so while you're doing that, you're running inside. Yeah. Uh, let me cut to the rest of the party who have just kind yeah, of gotten out of the carriage. They're stretching their legs, things like that. Um, what are you all up to? Uh, Zav, I heard you kind of yell after Ajira. Yeah, uh, I get... I, I would imagine I probably get about halfway to the door before Ajira turns to, to walk out for the rest of the party. Yeah. And I kind of stop confused. Uh, is everything okay? No, we must find her. Hurry. To Ajira, or yeah, not to Ajira. Um, <laughs> to sorry. me, um, <laughs> you're right <Gaius>. there. <laughs> no, we need to go to Gaius. See what, uh, see if he can track her. Okay, uh, oh. I, I walk over to the 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 wagon and slap the the side, trying to make as loud of a noise as possible. Gaius, Gaius, Ajira wants you. Gaius, Ajira wants you. Yo, Gaius! <laughs> Ajira! On Ajira! Uh, where's, where's Irene? Or Irina? Hey, Gaius. I was looking yeah, for talking to you in here. <laughs> I don't know. Um, she's not in there, and... Uh, she hasn't been in there for a while. We need to we need to figure out where she went. Do you know where she could have gone? What was the town that we were heading to? That uh, Val. The town that uh, you guys were headed to was called Valaki. I almost got it. Um, Valaki, Valaki, Valaki. Um, how close is that to here? Yep. Uh, we're, we're oops, went to the wrong place here. Let's try going back a notch. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, I'm going to give you. You're there. Uh, I'm going to give you a region map here. Um, it's kind of everything you guys have kind of sort of discovered up until now. Well, alrighty then. Pretty bleak. So you guys are right around there. If you can see my little ping, Velaki mm-hmm. is right over here. All right, I say we screw Velaki. We need to get more of this map undone. <laughs> Exploration. <laughs> Do the side quest. Um, Everyone, pick a pick a direction. <laughs> and so <you're> independent. <laughs> we uh, there's no there's no remains, no anything like that. It doesn't look like there was a struggle inside the inside the hut. I am so, gonna have you guys can choose how you want to do it. Um, either Ajira can roll with advantage, or Gaius can roll with advantage, and you guys can either choose survival or perception. Um, to look around. So whichever Deception I do have a plus six on, depending Jeez. on what your survival is. You let's go with you. All right, Ajira, yeah, roll with advantage you. on your perception. Team on both. I don't know which one I'm going to take here. Uh, let me think about this. <laughs> let's go with second. <laughs> okay, with the sounds coin. good. We'll go with the second one because you know it's a better roll. Um, um, so uh, with that. You, you start almost like frantically looking around, but you also kind of keep your cool because you know that like, I, I, I need to, we got to figure out where she is. So mm-hmm. with just like excellent focus, you start looking around and almost immediately you start to notice, you know, you, you may be not the best survivalist or tracker, but you start to notice a pattern 
footprint, footprint, footprint. And next thing you know, you're now leading uh, kind of the party and and the crew, not too far, but just, you know, enough. Uh, you're following these four footprints of these individuals that lead uh, away from the windmill area. Um, and there's one larger and three smaller footprints that head into the forest away from the main road. So if you can kind of see here. where you are, yeah. So you are, guy, you guys are right here. She's basically saying, fuck the main road. I'm not going to make it all the way around that bend, even if it's safer. I'm going to go, yep, I'm going to go directly through the forest and see if I can make it. So these are headed north. Now, because you rolled so high on that perception check, I'll also say that you found some footprints of something else leading in the same direction. What's that? said, if only I could use my first roll. Right? Um, and so so you, you see it. As you look further and closer, um, where you guys are, it, it's a little drier. But as you kind of walk uh, you know, towards the edge of the forest and you get closer and closer, you realize, oh, these are starting to take shape a little bit. These are several tracks of wolves. So are we following the footprints? How long did it take this dude to realize that these were wolf footprints instead of human footprints? Hey, you know, I've got a lady to find. Well, no, there was also human footprints. There was human footprints and then also wolf footprints. Oh, yeah. It's she, because of the second role that he was able to determine that there were wolf. Naturally. Yeah, that first role well. was shit. Yeah, that first role was I'm garbage, sorry. though. The second one, though, pretty hot. I like how if any viewer is watching or listening to this, they're going to have no idea what we're talking about. He rolled 18 both times for everybody who's listening. <laughs> it's a great roll twice. <laughs> The joke shot shit way too early. <laughs> well, you ruined the joke by explaining it, Steve. You see, it's funny um, because they were the same. <laughs> so are we going oh, ahead? Are we following the footprints? What's our next step here, party? I would say follow footprints. I would too. Uh, has Ajira yeah. told us about this, or is Ajira just finding us? That's a fair that's question. A, that's a Jira question. Um, Ajira I mean, is Ajira's following basically... These footsteps yep. and if you guys are following great if not he is on a mission right now yeah. so i think, uh, think dell's just watching him uh, Del yells out ajira what do you yeah, see he's, he's been doing this for about 15 minutes just kind of like really close to the ground just kind of looking and tracking and then um yeah so then you kind of see him uh, ajira that is you you see ajira kind of kind of like okay i i figured it out I, i've got basically the trail of where i need to go and he starts really kind of moving. Um, Ajira, what do you see? This way. What do you see? She went this way. Let's go. Is there anyone with her? I don't know. I'm not a tracker. Uh, You you did see three smaller footprints as well. You can assume that those are the children. Okay, I didn't know if you didn't want to say it. I'll I'll, uh, I'll relay that information to him. Uh, Maybe. The, uh, I'll run back over to where Dell is and get a little bit closer. Uh, there are multiple footprints. Looks like her and the three kids that we left behind. There are also some wolf footprints that are going in the same direction. Um, there's That's no cool. dead bot. Yeah, there's no dead bodies around here, which means she wasn't being chased by wolves. Um, because they would have caught her. So. She had to have left, and then the wolf started a while after that, so she's being followed by wolves if she's still alive. And you do get that sense. like You can tell the difference between somebody walking and somebody running, and you can also tell that with a wolf. Um, they were just walking. So, mm. 
Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah, Dale just starts jogging after Ajira then. Okay. All right, let's go. So if we uh, are going to everybody move, I go along too. Okay, cool. Um, so we're going to uh, follow these footprints. Um, who's taking the lead? I know Ajira. Is anybody else kind of up with Ajira? Is Ajira all by himself? What's your situation? Just so I know who's doing the role. Okay. So Aspion and Ajira. It took me a minute to, to catch up uh, because I was starting to walk inside when Ajira ran away or started to, to track. So I'm yeah. I'm a bit behind. Sure. Well, I'm going to say you had plenty of time to catch up because this trail is long. Um, you guys follow it for probably about ten miles or so. Um, so, so you're 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 gone. You you guys are are headed uh, basically to the trail at this point. Um, so I'm going to say Ajira and Aspion are my rollers. Um, and you can do the same thing. You can choose survival or perception, uh, but I'll have you go ahead and um, give me a roll. Um, you can use the help action if you prefer, and you can use um, uh, advantage if you'd like. Um, you said perception and what? Uh, survival? survival. Uh, survival is the other one. Yeah, I think you said perception. Uh, better can you beat a plus six on either? I cannot. I can do. An I can give you an assist. Yeah, yeah. Just the assist is probably best for you guys. Okay, we'll take the 14. That's a good roll. Um, so as you follow these prints north for about 10 miles, you see the footprints, which were clearly walking leisurely, have now turned into like a full-blown sprint. Um, and as you were coming up here, you noticed, um, and it was maybe about a mile back or so, you were like, yeah, the wolf footprints changed a little bit too. And you now realized, oh, these have turned into a sprint. Those clearly turned into a sprint as well. Um, so you guys have been brought for probably walking for about, let's say, three hours or so. So you're in the mid-morning uh, phase at this point. Um, but you see that these footprints have now taken off. Um, Ajira, what are you telling the party? Um, How in question the loop are you for you keeping? first is, um, can I tell if these are, like, stalking them or if they're just I mean, the footprints have the been following them. Yeah, the footprints have been following them almost the entire way. You might have seen, you know, the wolves kind of trail off a little bit, then come back. Uh, for the most part, they've been they've been following, and and you even yourself have maybe lost the trail a little bit, but you see it. Oh, it's it's you know just twenty yards in front yeah. of me, and so you're able to pick it right um, back up, and so on and so forth. In that case, I'm going to say, you know, they were going this way, and they're being tracked, maybe by animals, uh, but something happened here, and. They started running. How long ago did they pass? Uh, can I tell how fresh these are, Max? You would have to give me a survival check uh, in, in order for me to uh, give you that. Yeah, yeah, you know uh, exactly. You, you're like, oh, I can. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I can tell by the mud that it was wet. It has dried, but with the morning dew, it's wet again. Um, that it's yeah. not immediate. Like this, this clearly happened last night. Um, you guys are probably looking eight, nine hours ago at this point. Probably while we were eating dinner. Are we gaining on them? I mean, whether we're gaining on them or not isn't the important thing. The fact is, wolves run faster than we do. Uh, there's no way she could have outrun wolves for eight or nine hours. She, if we don't find any bodies or anything on the road, we have to assume that that someone came and got her. So with that, the trail does continue forward. At this point, you're now following the tracks of somebody running, sprinting. Um, okay. Are you guys walking or are you running? 
through this. I'm going as fast as I can follow the tracks. Okay. How is I'm the team? Okay, team's following. Yep. Cool. Um, I'm going to say with the run, you guys are let's say going to go like another ten miles. It makes it easy for me to kind of keep track. Um, we'll say you uh, do it in half the time. You do double pace. You do still have to track, so it's not just you know a direct sprint. Um, so we'll say it was about an hour thirty minutes. Um, and then uh, oh, again, go ahead. And... Good work. <laughs> What's that? I was saying ten miles an hour thirty. That's a good pace. That's a good pace, right? Yeah. yeah, you guys are athletic. You got yeah, it. We're, we're working out. We're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> what is that? What is that? Like a seven-minute mile? That's pretty quick, I guess. Yeah. Um, so we're, I mean, we, but you're right. We're like superheroes, right? We're yeah. Superheroes. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and get a uh, uh, survival slash perception check again. Um, let's give it with advantage. Uh, Ask beyond giving you help, kind of. You know, as as you're losing, you know, sweat hitting your eyes, things like that. You know, Aspion's like, hey, hey, right over here, right over here, and you know, kind of pointing out the trail again. Um, perfect, 23. yeah, twenty three is great. Um, so the chase leads on for about another ten miles north. Um, you start to hear the main road nearby. Um, the ambient noise makes it sound like you know maybe it might be a merchant's cart, um, but then you see it. Uh, there's this huge boulder. Uh, blocking the path. It's splattered with blood, completely wooded in this area. Um, You see the large footprint abruptly stops and turns. Uh, You can see signs of a fight here. Um, You think that this might be where Irina made her last stand with her back against the boulder. I'd also say that you rolled high enough that we're going to kind of extend this to the entire party. So you're really fixated on where Irina's footprints went. The rest of the party is going to kind of fan out here. You know that there was a fight. Um, you guys um, uh, will say uh, Del, uh, Gaius, and Zav, because uh, Jira and uh, Aspion are very focused on you know what Irene is doing. Uh, you other three kind of wander over into the bushes, because everything is basically stained with blood over here. Um, and there you find the body of the youngest brunette girl and the boy. Uh, you remember their names being Abigail and Tyrone as well as 13 dead wolves. Um, we're going to kind of wow. flash back over. Yeah, we're going to kind of flash back over to um, Aspion and Ajira. And Ajira, you see that the large footprints um, and, and one set of the smaller footprints proceed towards the road. The larger footprints seem to have blood in every step. It's not clear whose blood that is, but there's blood in every step. It also seems to indicate a small limp as well. Hmm. Del falls to his knees in front of the children. I was going to ask if Del was the one who found it. If I was the one who found it, I was just going to like stop you from looking at it. But uh, I'll say I, that you all kind of stumble on it at the same time. Oh, you know, I mean, it was clearly a battle scene. I mean, 13 dead wolves. Uh, you can't not see 13 dead wolves in two yeah. children's bodies. Yeah, uh, Del, Del just sort of screams very, very loudly. Like a very hot, almost wolf-like scream into the air, and then he uses lay on hands on the two children, knowing that it won't do anything, and and it doesn't. But I'm gonna put like fifteen lay on hands into that, <laughs> as if yeah, he really did try. Sure, yeah, yeah. That seems very Dell. That seems mm-hmm. exactly the way he would do it. So it's like a doctor trying to resuscitate, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and and, and if anybody wants to like 
be on the other side of that. Like you continually see him trying to like pump these kids up. If you want to try to stop him, we can also say that you, you attempt, um, but Dell's persistent with it. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna not going to comfort him. Yeah. I wasn't going to try and stop him. Just like put my hand on the shoulder and say like, yeah, I, yeah. I stand in horrified silence. Ajira, you see the tracks that lead off towards the road. Um, but you also see your team member in distress. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, uh, can I say, uh, I was going to say to Dell, um, we can't bring them back, but we might be able to stop the ones that survived from suffering the same fate. Dell says but that. We need... And reacts like he did it here. Doesn't have to. Jesus, Steve. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jira's uh, just gonna stand there in silence. Um, to, I think want to like bury them until the rest of the group. I would probably them. put a hand on Dell and say, "We'll write this wrong." One Sorry, Tommy. What did you just say? Tell the rest of the group what? He'll just he'll just kneel there in silence. He's not gonna respond. It's gonna be like he's comatose until the group makes a decision of what that to do next, but he won't provide help or do anything. Um, so the two things that I need to know as the DM is what are we doing with the children's bodies? And if we're just leaving it, that's also fine. It's still a decision. Um, what are we doing with the children's bodies and um, uh, where are we headed to next? Do we want to bury them? No. That's I think... Do anything. I think uh, we honor them with a proper, albeit fast, uh, funeral pyre and bury the ashes. Good idea. I agree with that. Let's do it. I would Uh, say Tyrone is a little more messed up um, looking than Abigail. Um, the wolves got to Abigail, but maybe Tyrone helped protect her, um, at least in the last moments there. Um, Abigail's body is still pretty intact. Tyrone's looking pretty, pretty gnarly. Um, it's not a good looking corpse to say the least. Around us, are there any like fallen tree branches, kind of dead tree leaves? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I start gathering, uh, a, a pile of them and putting it together. Uh, wordlessly, without really telling uh, anybody else what's, what's going on. Uh, I'll see what he's doing, and sort of, I know that I know Dell well enough to the point where I know he's not going to snap out of it anytime soon, so I'm just going to come over and assist with what you need. So, I got a question from Mike on this one. Um, with me being proficient in history, being a noble, um, have I heard anything with an undead or I'm sorry, with someone who's dead becoming an undead, dying again by being hit down and slaughtered, would they be able to be raised back again? I'm trying to... So my thing is, is if I use animate dead and then we kill it, would they be able to be raised again would be my thought process in my mind. So... I mean, I guess, yeah, like, you've maybe heard stories of, like, necromancy that, like, you know, they raise dead. Um, But, I mean, that could go from anywhere from 
a zombie, a ghoul, a mm-hmm. skeleton, for God's sakes. I, I mean, I, I, I'm i not entirely sure if I understand the question, but... Um, so the thought process that's going through Ajira's head is um, to animate the body, um, then to kill it. And then my thought process is going through history and stories that I've heard is if someone else can reanimate that after I've already killed the animation. I, I would say no. No one can kill it after you've done that. But I also say that um, aside... <sighs> Aside from vampires, I don't know if um, Ajira's seen any sort of like resurrection in this land of like dead bodies. Um, okay. And vampires are, are done in a very different way. It's not, I guess maybe you kind of saw on uh, while you guys were burying the Burgermaster, while you guys were t- carrying the casket, the uh, Guy Sindel, you, you, I guess, saw some zombies there. Okay. Um, still kind of a different situation though. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, now I'm just gonna let them burn them. Yeah, th- these these bodies have, have been here for uh, enough time that you can assume that unless a necromancer is seeking out these two children, it's not gonna happen, really. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna let them do their <laughs> thing. All right, let's uh, cut back to Zav here uh, and guys. I know who's helping you out. Um, how how long would you say it takes to gather like enough to make a two foot high pile of branches i want to make sure that we're keeping mindful of how long we're spending in all this yeah um i i would say not that long i would say 15 minutes Uh, there's there's a lot of branches and broken wood and trees and whatnot around here perfect uh so we create a kind of two foot wide two foot or two foot tall uh kind of five foot wide square of uh pile a pile of branches and leaves and and things and uh, before we do anything, I, I walk over to Dell. I I intend to honor them. Uh, I they this is a tragedy, and I I think the least we can do is is honor them in the way that my people are honored when they die. But I, I know this has hit you hard, and I want to make sure you're okay with it before we do anything. Uh, Dell doesn't respond, but he does. He, he picks up the girl gently um, as if she were still alive and, and walks her over to the fire. He nods to Ajira at the other body. Or Gaius or whoever's there. Yeah. And, and Dell, this is an emotional moment. I mean, as you're picking this little girl up, I, I mean, it's the smallest things like the hair touching your arm and things like that, that just, like, you can feel her cold body, it's completely limp, and then the hair touching your arm, and you just, I mean, you, you felt it for sure, but you definitely feel it in that moment when you, you know, pick up her body. Yeah, sets her gently down on the pyre, and uh, stands there with his uh, head down. Um, and Ajira, Gaius, do you guys bring the other body over? Yeah, or I, I do. I don't. Yeah, I works. assume I can't do it on my own. Okay. This guy's is mad weak. 
<laughs> yeah, I would I would say that you're not fumbling a, a dead child's body. You're you're probably fine, and you're able to get oh, him over right. the fire as needed. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> not one. Good lord, you, the you, body. you get some of him in your mouth. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you're able to respectfully get both bodies over to the pyre, um, and you all sit there for just a moment and. Um, and just have a, a silent thought. And after a moment passes, uh, I walk over, and uh, instead of casting from a distance, I I stick my hand into the uh, pyre beneath the bodies and cast firebolt, um, and light the uh, light the dead sticks and uh, leaves, um, and and wait as the the bodies start to burn. And then I'll ask, uh, just as a group, how long are we standing there for? Until the, at least until the bodies can't be seen in the flame, I think. Maybe okay. After that. Okay. And that doesn't take too long at all. Um, you know, these are dead sticks and whatnot. So I, I would say it takes two and a half, three minutes. And then, um, you know, the, the pyres, uh, fully, fully lit. Um, Ajira, um, I don't know if you were antsy with this, if you wanted to give time to the kids or what, but you did uh, see the footprints lead towards the main road um, that you guys heard uh, just north of you. Um, I mean, I know the moment that we're in, so as much as I want to get underway, I'm going to respect the wishes of the party and kind of hold hold fast. Del, Del turns to Ajira. Find them. Um, with that, I kind of want to show that um, I am going to be a team player. And I'm actually going to cast, um, it's not going to do anything special, it's a spiritual weapon. And uh, I'm going to book it with the spiritual weapon right after I nod right at him. Uh, I'll also pull out an arrow, one of my few remaining arrows, and knock it into my bow. Just sort of to show that we're like getting ready for a fight. Yeah. So the party has been uh, definitely invigorated. Uh, everybody kind of pulls out uh, their weapons as you know necessary, uh, gets their game face on, and you start following uh, towards the main road. Um, as you get there, uh, it's about, let's say, another 500,000 feet or so. Um, and uh, you get to the main road, uh, you follow these tracks, and they kind of peter off, and they, they kind of show north that they went. Um, that said, you see a Vistani cart coming up almost just right behind where you guys are, just kind of uh, rolling at a, a decent pace. Um, and they're headed in the same direction as you. They're headed north. Uh, you look over and you see a sign that's slightly knocked over at this point um, on one side, or I guess on four sides is what it has. Uh, points north, it reads Velaki Valley. Uh, it points south, reading uh, Barovian Basin. It points west, Mount Gacchus. That's where you guys just were. You kind of came over the mountain there. And then uh, to the east, the Ravenloft Moors. Does, is the mountain, is the thing we're pointing to where we came from, is, does it look like the sign's properly aligned? Yeah, yeah, just kind of knocked over. Cool. Where are uh, we on this on this map, Mike? Just so yeah, I can... uh, gotcha. Coming back over. I apologize. I keep flipping out of it. Um, I would say you guys kind of make your way up north. You would be right around there. Let me get you more towards the main road here. 
better ping. It's because you guys are on the main road at this point. You've broken out of the tree line, and you're on the old Slavic road here. If they're alive, they had to have gone to Valaki. I agree. I I know that's where they where Irina wanted to go based off of what you've told me. I think that's, that's where we should probably head. Yeah, that's must have been where she was headed towards. So there, with that are there more wolf tracks. What's that? No, 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 there are no more wolf tracks. Uh, all the wolf tracks uh, stopped. They killed all uh, the wolves. Uh, so it seems, uh, or right. at least at the very least, they left her alone after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so as you guys are kind of discussing, you know, what your next plan of action is, you guys are looking fucking ready to go. You know, you got, you know, shields out, you know, gloved up, arrow knocked, you know, just kind of looking around like, where the hell do we go? Um, and you see this Vistani cart just kind of rolling up and uh, you see this man um, who I have on screen, um, tan skin, uh, nice smile. And he goes, hey, fellow travelers, how are you today? You think that's a nice smile? Again, I know they draw people so dark, and that's why I'm like, he's a sweet dude. <laughs> you just can't trust him. I know. I, that I tried. Dude attacks women in clubs. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I tried to warn you. <laughs> I tried to warn you. I don't know why they drew him this way. He's a nice dude in this campaign, but um, but yeah, he comes up and he's he's like, "Hello, fellow travelers." Hi. How's it, how's it going? Uh, it's going well. Um, uh, my name's Aragal. Um, I'm here with the caravan. He kind of points back to the caravan that's kind of coming up behind him. He's just sitting on a horse. Uh, are you guys doing okay? Are are you lost? He kind of looks like he realized that you just came out of the woods and he's a little disoriented. Uh, and he kind of gives you a, a bit of a side eye, like what's, uh, what's going on? Have you added any members to your caravan recently? Uh, nope. Um, uh, same, same group, uh, as always. Um, we're, we're not lost, we don't think, but we're not doing well. We're trying to find some members of our group. Uh, one of uh, them I, is a small, one we of are them definitely is... not lost. We are definitely right here. Right here is where we are. We know exactly where we are. We're right here. Therefore, we're not lost. We can never be lost. We got this. One <laughs> makes a good point. One of the members was a was a child one of the members of our party and we're looking for them and we're not i mean we think valaki is probably where they went are you by chance on your way there uh we're headed that way now uh we just dropped off a supply shipment to barovia um first time in a long time months even um but yeah we're we're headed back um home that direction. And why is it that Strahd allows you to travel? Uh, yeah, so he doesn't. Um, our caravan has been attacked multiple times. Um, this is actually the first time in, in months that we've actually been able to get to Barovia. Um, and it was, it was nice. Um, I, I've been to Barovia plenty of times. I would say this is the first time I would ever call it healthy. Um, I'm not sure if that's the right word to use. Um, Ajira, you think to yourself for a moment, oh. like the word 
healthy being used to explain Barovia, you think that Irina would enjoy hearing that, uh, that it's thriving under her brother's leadership. Okay. Um, I, I'm so sorry. Uh, I didn't catch your names. Mine's Aragal. Um, you are... I'm Zav. Um, I'll, I'll let everybody else decide if they want to introduce themselves. I'm Zav, though. Uh, I just recently got here. I, I don't know if you want the full story. What, what's your story? I'm really interested in you. How's it going? Hey, uh, really good. Uh, I run the caravan. I, uh, I'm, I'm How long have you run the caravan? Oh, uh, for many years, uh, since I was an older teen. That's fascinating. Thank you. You know, not many people take pride I, in my work. I appreciate that. We need to go. Oh, um, oh yep. right. Sorry, sorry Del. Uh, let's get moving. Right. Um, well, I mean, if you guys would like, uh, you can take just a short rest and ride on the caravan with us. And this caravan's moving fast enough, like maybe about 15 miles an hour. It might be a little faster than you guys are able to run um, if you guys wanted to join them. Um, Definitely so. faster than we can run. 15 yeah, miles you know. an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's over here with the fucking calculations, calling me out all session. Tom, hold my spiritual weapon. The one thing I know really, really well. It's running. <laughs> Tom's gonna do a campaign for us. It's gonna be all about. I dare you to throw a wind turbine into this world. Yeah, you throw a wind turbine. Um. But so he he asked if you guys want to uh, to just kind of join the caravan. You guys can sit on the back of uh, one of the wagons, um, and and he looks out and he goes, "Ah, oh, fire again in the forest." It's like, well, let's hope that this one doesn't spread. Don't worry, I'm sure it won't. Better if it would. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mic thing. Um, well, no, not in real life, man. <laughs> Tom's not saying that. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so you guys uh, join them on the caravan. Um, uh, we'll say that uh, Argald uh, starts talking to um, Aspion um, and says, what's your name, Traveler? Steve. My name is Aspion. Oh, that's hey, a yo, unique name. Here? That's a unique smile. Thank you. <laughs> it's my award-winning smile. It's the only reason I have the caravan at this point. <laughs> what awards? What, what awards did you win for the smile? You know, what my daughter it? likes it, all right? She thinks it's a good smile. I, I agree with her. <laughs> we okay. don't have mirrors, but I think it's a good smile. <laughs> I've seen it in the water. It looks good. Yeah. All right. I'm just... He said it was award-winning, and I'm a little perplexed and let down. <laughs> did he say we don't have mirrors? Uh, yeah, I guess I guess he did. Yeah, that's that's fine. He can say that. You don't have mirrors? Yeah, you don't have mirrors. No, we don't. We don't have mirrors. Why would we have mirrors? <laughs> Why wouldn't you have mirrors? Literally, the purpose of a mirror. Like, like we have water that we can look into, but we don't have mirrors. No. Dell is really fascinated by this. Very interested. Can I have a mirror on you that I can borrow? Well, I'd love to take one back. I'm, my daughter would love it. She'd love to see herself, you know, more visibly than what the water can show. Can I, can check I borrow it? If I have a mirror? Sure. Give me a pure luck check. Uh, high DC on that one, because uh, I can't imagine you would have a mirror. <laughs> is, do, can we nope. can do like a... a, so a, a Go ahead. Sorry, Tom. 
Um, yeah, I was just gonna say, can I do like a a history or like some sort of mythology check to see if Dell recognizes that vampires in mythology, like regardless of whether or not Dungeon Dragons has this, yeah. knows that I, vampires can't be seen in mirrors? I never thought of that. Holy crap! Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll allow that. I'll allow that. So I rolled a seventeen. Yeah, you know, weirdly enough, you had a fucking mirror, dude. <laughs> you pull one out. It's not even a good mirror. It's just kind of a cloudy, shitty mirror. But you give it to him, and he looks at it, and he's like, "Oh, it's really not much better than water." But he thanks you for it, and he says, "You know, thank you so much. My my daughter will enjoy seeing herself." And you know what? Now that I look at my smile, it is a little creepy. I'll work on that. So it was, I didn't say it was creepy. I said it was unique. Oh, it is unique. I'll work on that. <laughs> In like a creepy way. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, um, like a really creepy way. Uh, Del, did you want to give me that history roll real fast? Yeah, you think history? Okay, I'll do. Yeah. Yeah, so Del, I'll say that you were in that room um, where there was a painting of Strahd himself. Um, and you actually saw several of those. That was definitely a pretty grand painting, the one that you saw in the uh, the top spire room. Um, and you think to yourself, you know, I feel like I've heard before that vampires can't see themselves in mirrors. And that must be why Strahd has so many portraits of himself. So you kind of think that. Del, Del turns to the merchant. Could you get mirrors? C- could we? get mirrors um no i know that they would have some in Velaki, but uh i couldn't I, I don't i wouldn't know how i would get them that's i, I know i'm a caravan and, and a merchant but i'm not a man who can just get stuff that's not that's you know, not us just, like offering you mirrors they happen to have no uh i'm excited to have this one uh let's say that um and he kind of looks at himself in it and he looks happy to have it Hmm. Um, he says, Aspion, um, where are you from? Where am I from? Yeah. You want to know where I'm from? Yeah, where are you from? Do I know where I'm from? (laughs) (laughs) That's a steep question. I don't know. You can make it up right now. I don't. Whatever. You can say a distant land and keep it super vague. That's fine. I'm from the forest. Just the... uh... Of Nadria. The forest of Portlandia. (laughs) So, what do you say specifically? Um, I'm from a southern forest. That's where I grew up. Nothing Uh, notable. Okay. Why do you ask, sir? Uh, yeah. Uh, no reason. Just more so curious. Um. Okay, but are you are you from here? Because you don't look like you're from here. Um, I'm not from this forest. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, it's fine then. It's cool. Um, <laughs> getting worried, you know, forest folk. Um, <laughs> uh, good, good. That's, oh, that's hold good up, hold up. What? Hold up. What do you mean, forest folk? What do you mean, uh, you people? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, the folks in the forest who... I, I guess you don't. You're not from around Take here. Care of nature. Oh, you know, no. Nice uh, not our out. forest folks. Uh, they eat people. Um, they kill people. They perform crazy sacrificial rituals. 
not the people you want to know. What's that? People who aren't from the forest never do this? Nope. I have never sacrificed somebody. I didn't say you did. Have you? No, I have not. But this generalization is just kind of pretty insulting. Yeah, you know that they're like tree blights and they're like these really bad things that are like out there, like these entities and these creatures. Like that, those are the forest folk. So, yeah, like monsters. Yeah, I mean, I've met plenty of quote unquote monsters who aren't from the forest. Okay. This is my favorite conversation. (laughs) This is the weirdest conversation ever. He's done with it. He walks away. He's going to go back to Zav, who seemed like he's really interested. You're going to grab your head that not everyone from the forest is how you perceive these monsters to be. He it's looks at you. you know this. He he had a, a really happy demeanor, but he looks at you and he says, "Let go of my collar." I do. But I'm just I'm just kind of perturbed. <laughs> um so you guys, you guys are, are basically, uh, you know, on the caravan at this point. Um, he he says, you know, Espion, I know you're not from around here, but there's a lot of bad here and very little good. And I don't know a lot of the good. I'm going to tell you that right now. So forgive me if I have judged everyone around me, um, but I'm starting to place you in that category as well. I have like a belab- like a very labored sigh and just walk away, kind of grumbling <laughs> in my breath. Like this fucking guy, can believe that fucking piece of shit douchebag. Talk cool. to me this way. And so he's uh, going to go over to Zav and say, what is wrong with your friend? I I don't know. I, I've only known them for like a couple days. Uh, I, I just kind of showed up here and uh, these people are, are pretty new to me so uh yeah I, I don't know you're asking the wrong guy unfortunately i guess so but you seem like a friendly guy and i appreciate that about you i mean everyone's a friend you just don't know it yet he puts his smile back on um his creepy unique smile back on and he says hey i have a question you guys are going into the city right i think so i i, I look around to everybody else what business is it yours Oh, um, so I made, and he pulls out this little uh, small brown satchel, and he goes, I made, and he kind of starts fingering through it. He looks like, uh, seven gold. He's like, I think that should be enough. I made about seven gold. That was my cut of um, our caravan from Barovia. Um, I'll give you all of this if you can just uh, bring me a toy for my daughter, Arabelle. Any toy? Not just any toy. There's a famous toy maker in Velaki named Blinsky. He has the greatest toys, and I know my daughter w- would just love it if you brought us a toy. Um, and, and we're just we're just right on the uh, the east. I'm sorry, the west side of uh, Velaki. We don't have time for this. If. I'll give you the money. I mean, if you could just go in and get it for me, that would, it would just, it, her birthday's coming up. It would really just mean the world to her. Why, now, friend, why, why can 
Why are you unable to get it? Oh, because I'm a Vistani. Oh, uh, I, I forget. I'm sorry. You guys aren't from around here. Um, yeah, I right. can't go into the castle. Oh, I'm sorry, not the castle. I can't go into the uh, the town walls. Um, I, I'm a Vistani. They they don't allow that. Um, we we don't we don't live in Velaki. We we just live around it. Um, the only reason we get work is because they let us uh, take caravans for them. They don't allow um, you in the city. Uh, no, no, Vistani are. Um, are looked down upon, uh, to say the least, um, in Velaki. Uh, what we're... a strange concept. Yeah, Dell noticeably softens upon hearing this. Yeah. Uh, again, if you if you guys can't do it, it's it's fine. It's no big deal. I just if you could, she would just be over the moon about it. it would make my day. Um, I can Aragal was your name. Uh, Aragal. Yeah. Aragal. We have something of dire importance that we're doing, uh, and it takes mm-hmm. our utmost priority but if we of find course. the time to help you get a toy for your daughter we will what was this man's name gimli gim gimsley <laughs> blinsky blinsky toys blinsky blinsky all right sure <laughs> uh should who should i i leave the money with i really don't mind paying it's it's you know the least i can do if you're going to help me out that's phenomenal uh most people wouldn't help a vistani like this so out, out of the last couple days uh, i and grabs the the pouch of money thank you and then and then hands it back and says oh. I, I, I might have some more. I could even ask some of the other caravan writers. Sir, if you, the issue is not like, the amount of money. Oh, we don't right. we don't need your money. We're not oh. gonna take it from you. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's understandable. Hey, look, I I appreciate you guys. Um, you know, we're coming up on the city here. Um, you guys don't have to do this if you don't have time. It's fine. We will get your daughter the toy. Where should we meet you? Oh, um, yeah, and he hands you a map of the town of Velaki, and we're going to switch over here to Roll20. Um, and he just kind of pings on the map um, right there. I'm not sure how well you guys can see that, but it's kind of in that um, that bottom left corner of the map. Mm-hmm. That little, in the, little bitty the clearing circle. there? Yeah, in that little bitty circle. Um, that's where they are. Del- he goes... I really appreciate that. Thank you. And it's and it's if you have time, you know, don't break your backs. It it would mean the world to her, but I understand that you guys are trying to find your your child and, you know, loved one, so please do what you have to do. I, I know how I would feel if my daughter went missing. Vistani, do me a favor. Yes. The object that you hold in your hand that was given to you has utmost importance should you in your travels meet a stranger on the road who you neither recognize nor trust use the mirror to see them first if you cannot beware thank you Dell walks away cool I, so you guys- I look over at the uh at our new friend, and then quickly follow Dell, like just to oh, oh uh, yeah, cool. Uh, so you guys kind of arrive, and you see a large wall kind of going around the city. Um, not much noise can be heard from the other side, but it stands heavily guarded by men and women. Um, 
Aragal uh, kind of shows you on this map where he is. Uh, they're going to kind of take a southern route around the bottom and end up um, where they need to be. Uh, they take their caravan with them. Uh, they've already dropped off the goods to Barovia. Um, so he says, all right, uh, we are going to take our leave to our encampment. Uh, truly, best of luck uh, to you finding your friend. And um, I-, I wish you the best, travelers. Um, thank you, Del, Gaius. I don't know if you guys actually gave your names. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you know, okay. friends, we'll just say. <laughs> We we've I've been referred to by I think okay yeah then then he'll he'll think those he knows by name by name uh and then maybe a little wearily say and Aspion um sure. yeah <laughs> oh Jesus uh so with that uh you guys uh are going to see Aragal and his caravan take their leave and you guys are going to approach the gates um so as you approach the gates you hear a man shout who goes there um. Uh, the guards kind of halt you um, uh, from behind like a wrought iron gate. Um, who are you? What is your business in the town? We're from Barovia. I come for a child's toy. I'm with him. I'm Zav. Have you had any people come in here recently? Any children? People come in here all the time. Anyone who looks like they had just been in a fight with some wolves. That's none of your business. If you have, this person's a friend of ours. We're on official business from the Burgermaster of Barovia. I thought you were getting a toy. Now you are on official business? Getting a toy. He's getting a toy. Do you not travel together? How many people do you think it takes to get a toy? Quick question. Damn. You mentioned that a lot of people come in through here, uh, but you seem to have stopped us. Is there a particular reason you've stopped us? You look weird. You look weird. Well, I think that's a matter of opinion. <laughs> I, I don't think you look weird. <laughs> I am wearing the traditional guard garb. <laughs> now, now, that's fair. You look great. I just want to let you know. You look fantastic. But you did mention that a lot of people come in and out of here all the time. Why, even if we look weird, why does that mean you can stop us? It's my job to stop you. Listen, but us and not all the other people that, that go through? I don't think that's fair. I think you should let us through. Well, I knew Richard. Kind of points behind Richard. Me. <laughs> like, hey, as if Richard. you just know who Richard is. <laughs> do oh, you, hi, Richard. Do you, are, are there people... Are the, I'm just like... Oh, like guys is like trying to like process what Zav is saying, but also like keep serious. Like, uh, listen, did any of your your guard go out and fight any wolves recently, or save some people, including a young child, from being attacked by wolves? A member of our party has gone missing, and all we found where they were were a bunch of dead wolves. That's a good question, guys. I. Uh, Richard, do you know the answer? This this guy here, uh, actually, sorry, sorry, I didn't get your name. I know Richard. Richard and I go way back now. Uh, <laughs> Richard from behind goes, hey! <laughs> um, he goes, he, he goes, he goes, uh, 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 tall man, come here. And he kind of ushers you forward, Gaius, uh, to approach the gate a little closer. I'll he go goes, Wait, I, I thought Gaius was the shortest of us. No, guys taller than this guy. I mean, this guy's like five six. Guys is the second tallest in our group, I think. Right? I don't know. 
Since we um, shoot the tree, I, think, I think we just keep everybody just like an inch taller than you at least, just so you're the shortest. <laughs> I is the little uh, at five four, whatever you are. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> four. That's what I said. Um, but he says, uh, "Tell me, what's your opinion of the devil himself?" Not good. All right. Do, uh, this way. <laughs> and he opens up the uh, the gate and ushers you inside um, towards a group of guards that can really just be best described as like a TSA screening process. Um, a heavy set yeah, guard. Uh, Zav looks up at the gate. I, I believe that's called a porcus. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead, so he can't defend himself. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he died an idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but also guard. a hero. A heavy set guard kind of pulls up his pants to kind of show his importance, and he steps in front of the other guards, and he says, um, "Welcome to the Sunrise Gate in Velaki. We are the city's most eastern gate, and yes, it is ironically named because we've never seen a sunrise here before. Once inside, the mention of the name Strahd is strictly illegal." Even in written form, know now that even as I say the name, it will be the last time you hear it within these gates. Instead, you must refer to the aforementioned individual as the devil. Here in Velaki, our citizens do have the right to bear arms. I don't know what this voice is, by the way, guys. Uh, <laughs> the right to bear arms. However, all weapons must be registered. Please place all weapons on the table at this time. Time. <laughs> I will, also, I will also need each individual's name. Uh, you see the other guards kind of have these like little notepads that they're writing on. Um, uh, I'm going to put forward my normal standard issue bow from the from the Waterdeep army, but I'm going to keep my bow that's concealed like in its mm -hmm. stick form in my, in my sleeve. I'm just going to cool. like, give them the bow and say, uh, look over that, do with it what you will. My name is Gaius. Gaius, Ash, great. Gaius. Ash Hill. Uh, I'm Zavrish. Um, I pull out the, the crossbow and the couple of daggers that I have um, and, and set that down on the table. Um, Excellent. Oh, oh is, is this staff considered a weapon too? Uh, we'll note it. We'll note it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hold on to that one. Um, yeah, that, that's all I got. Uh, it's nice to meet you all. Big man, they look at you, Del. Del pulls off his first gauntlet and sets it down and heavy thud, right? And then he pulls off his other gauntlet, he sets it down, another heavy thud. Then he slowly pulls out three hand axes, one at a time, and puts them each on the table. You should be rolling mad intimidation checks right now. Like, like and he says, I'm sorry, I can't leave my hands. Ooh, I like that. badass. That's dude. I'm not gonna lie, that's super badass. Uh, even the guy says that's pretty badass, man. <laughs> <laughs> Knuckles for that, bro. Can I get him? <laughs> uh, and do you give your name, Del? <laughs> Did he ask for my name? Uh, yeah, they they need everybody's name as well. Delavaris Bromable. Okay, uh, they jot that down. Um, uh, Music man. Um, I come up and put one dagger down, and go. That's uh, that's all I got. Name, Arija. I can spell it for you if you need. Please do. 
A-R-I-J-A. All right. Next up, Aspion, you're the last. Name's Aspion. I put my two daggers down. And I'm going to try and hide my wand. Okay. Cool. Um, you guys were all pretty forthcoming. I'll say uh, that you get away with this. No, no major issue. Um, so he goes back into his little rant. He goes, this noble town holds a festival each week in honor of the residents, general merriment and continued support of the burgomaster Barn von, wow, Baron Vargas Volokovich. As the guest of Velaki, you will not be required to aid in the preparations of the festival. However, your attendance in and participation in each festival is, however, mandatory uh, during your length of stay. Failure to attend will be in strict opposition to Velakian law. Uh, the Great Velakian Festival and the Festival of the Blazing Sun will be held in three days' time in the town square. Scroll down. Failure to comply with Velakian law will mark you as a criminal in the city, and you will be punished as such in accordance with our justice system. Punishments of crimes may involve a fine, imprisonment, or severe or in severe cases, execution. Do you have any questions at this time? Uh, are all of your festivals mandatory fun? All of them, uh, yes. It's <laughs> an interesting way to do it. Any other questions at this time? Um, where's the nearest place to stay? Or I feel like we might be here a little bit. There is a tavern in town called the Blue Water Inn. All right. Oh, um, gives everybody a stamp on their hands. <laughs> uh, Proceed through the secondary gate into the city. <laughs> so our question that we had before: anyone who looks like they had just been in a fight. Uh, this is a different guard now. Um, uh, he says, uh, "Why?" And then the guy, uh, smaller guard behind him, uh, less in charge, uh, definitely not his superior, goes, yeah, a young woman came in last night. Where? Uh, she came in right through the same gate you did. She had a little girl no, with her. Where did she go? Oh, um, um, and then the other guard is, you know, kind of trumps him. Enough. We sent her to St. Hall's church. That is where she's recovering. She was badly Thank injured. Show me the way. Covered in mud and blood. Well, yeah. Point me in the right direction. Follow the town road to the... Honestly, it's to the end of the other side of the town. Um, and I start walking off briskly. Yeah. yeah. Um, you look at the town map that um, uh, Argal gave you, and uh, you see, oh, there's a little church right there. Cool. I don't right know there. if you can see me. <laughs> um, I've heard cool. a toy maker here. Can you show yep. me on the map where he is? Yeah, uh, toy. Yep, let me find it. Toymaker is right here. So, like, right off the main road. Yeah, yeah, just like right off the main road. You guys are literally going to walk right by it. Cool. <laughs> yep. Um, and then that tavern that you guys asked about as well, just literally on the other side of Blinsky's. Cool. Cool. Okay. All right. Um, so you guys enter Velaki. Velaki is like. Nowhere in Barovia. Uh, the streets are alive, and they're teeming with people. 
the volume alone just reminds you of a town in Faerun. Um, I guess the best way to explain it is that like this shit is totally normal. Like, and I'm not talking like a Vistani camp that's like surrounded by some menacing woods, but at least folks are like dancing and like living their best life kind of normal. No, I'm talking like shit is like pretty normal feeling, like real world feeling. Um, aside from the sky just being dark, like normal, uh, it feels like a pretty normal situation. So you guys are over here at this gate pinging it a couple times so you guys can see. Um, and really what you want to do is uh, head westward at this time. Um, so are you guys just taking the main road, I imagine? Yeah, I'm just I'm just going to be hoofing it to the church. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. We'll secure our, our um, lodging when yeah. we get to the tavern. Awesome. Um, so you guys uh, are kind of making your way through the town then. Um, as you're headed through... Um, you pass this uh, plenty of shops, like things that look completely normal, no big deal. Um, but you pass one of the shops that's ominous looking. It's got this like large closed casket on the outside of it, and it's just got this weird feel about it. You continue uh, forward. Can I? Can I? Do, if I get a weird, can I do like any sort of check or anything? Can I just like do a double take and see if I think anything sure. is weird yeah, about it. Yeah, those are completely closed with curtains over them, um, so they're kind of blacked out. But yeah, go ahead and, and uh, give me a roll. Let me see what you see. What what type of check am I doing? Oh, uh, I guess perception? I would say cool. investigation, but you're not like going up to it, so I, I would just say a perception at this point. All right. Yeah, 16. you just see that it feels out of place. Like, I don't know, maybe just older than all the other buildings or more more neglected than all the other buildings. Everything else looks like fairly nice, at least for what you've seen in Barovia. Um, it's just a little more tattered. It's just a little more worn. It's it's being hidden where everybody else's shops have windows open and trying to sell goods and like bring people in. And this one's just a little different. Is the building um, made of wood and does it look flammable? Uh, it is and it does. Um, Good. <laughs> Uh, and the large casket on the outside leads you to believe, like, maybe it could be, like, some sort of casket shop or something like that. Mm, a funeral shop. A funeral exactly. Shop, a, uh, a place where, like, what are the boxes that you put dead bodies in? Caskets. <laughs> Caskets? There's another yep. name for them. Coffins? Uh, coffins. Coffins. Yeah. coffins. I was thinking, like, a guy that makes coffins. Yep. And, and that's exactly what that kind of feels like to you. Uh, so as you guys pass that, good business. yeah, guys, you do a double take and you get a good glance at it. Um, but as you guys pass that, you continue through the town. Um, that was like right around here. Um, you guys continue through. Um, you see Blinsky's toys. Um, as you see it, it's right here. As you see it, um, you see that there is a big sign in the window that says closed for the evening. Um, across from that, uh, you see the blue water in tavern. Um, and uh, you guys continue on just a little further. Um, as you guys get to right around there, you guys are going to enter the town square. And I only stop on the town square because it's, it's a little different than everything else. Um, the shops and homes that are uh, kind of enclosed in the town square are decorated with like these limp tattered garlands and like painted wood boxes filled with like tiny dead flowers um in the center 
excuse me, in the center of the square stands this like stage of like stocks lined um lined around uh on the edges are folks that are in these stocks uh with um uh, these like plaster donkey heads placed over them and this isn't like something you would see in Faerun. Um, all those happy, normal feelings feel like they're going away quickly. Um, and it's not just men, um, men, women, children, all wearing like crude, barely covering them kind of clothing. Um, and not a single stock is empty and there's several stocks and not a single stock is empty. Um, so now that that normal feeling is kind of fleeting, um, you guys see that there's a bunch of flyers just kind of floating all around here. There's a light wind and they're kind of blowing them around. Um, you pick one up and you see it says, um, um, it says, come one, come all to the greatest celebration of the year, the festival of the blazing sun. Attendance uh, and children required, rain or shine, all will be well. And then it's signed the Baron. And there's just, hundreds of these little flyers just kind of floating around here. Um, also in this area, townies are, are are a little different. You know, they felt normal before, smiling, happy, talking, no big deal. Townies in this area feel the need to yell insult at the people in the stocks. You're trash! I hope you and your family die! Shame on you! You know, just yelling. Um Go ahead and let's get a perception check from everybody. Sure. Come on. Steve, I, I just don't get it, man. I, no one's got luck like you, buddy. No one. No, there is. I mean, no I do. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm for Dell. Dell, okay. Um, I will say that Gaius. And Ajira. Ajira. <laughs> um, I was just looking to who I had. Um, Gaius and Ajira, um, because you guys had the two highest, um, you hear a small child, um, maybe around the age of seven, uh, from under this like plaster head that it's wearing, ask, uh, can I have some water, please? Um, and you see uh, there's there's like a little like ladle of water um, just... Um, just kind of sitting by um, to slowly give water to these folks. Um, sure. I'm uh, gonna watch what happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll walk up and walk up to the ladle of water and like try and yeah. give them some water. Cool. So you walk maybe like I don't know seven ten feet away from the party, um, and uh, you pick up uh, a ladle. Uh, you walk over to the boy um, and you pull this plaster head that's heavier than it looks um, off of him. And boy, does he look like he's seen some rough road. Um, he looks like he's maybe been there for quite some time. Um, you label, ladle him, excuse me, a little bit of water just like slowly into his mouth. And, you know, he does his best to collect as much as he can. And he looks uh, up at you, but he can't really tilt his head, but he just kind of looks up at you with just like a, a slight twist of the head and, and his eyes mostly and says, can, can I bother you for one more drink? Sure. Um, at that moment, I'm gonna go. Do you have Do you have a bucket or something, son? And goes the bucket's right there. It was the one that uh, guy. No, was no, uh, of, of his own. Uh, uh, oh, we we all shared the bucket. Do you have something to hold water that you can take back to your family? 
I mean, he's in a stock. Yeah, he's in a stock. He's like in those things that like they have their head and their arms locked is. in. Oh yeah, sorry. They have those things that like their head and arms are just like locked into. Um, oh, and then over buying all these stocks. stocks. What's that? He's buying stocks. Buying stocks. <laughs> uh, in those stocks, um, they, they're all in there. They're locked in, um, and then uh, people are yelling obscenities at them, and they have these like plaster donkey heads that they're putting on top of them for some reason. Gotcha. In that case, I don't do any of that. Um, I'm gonna I don't want to mingle the, with the crowd and figure out why he's in those stocks. I'm going to say to the boy, I'm just yeah. going to ask, why are you here? And I'm going to give him another drink. Yeah, he uh, he takes a sip, same thing, just trying to collect as much as he can from that ladle. Like, Almost seems like you're going too slow, even though you feel like you're going too fast, just because he's trying to get it as, as best he can. Uh, Ajira, we'll flip back to you in like two seconds. Yeah, no worries. Um, he asks, uh, uh, when you ask the boy, he says, I... I tripped him. I, I tripped Victor, and I shouldn't have tripped Victor. And now I'm here. Who's Victor? The Burgomaster's son? Victor? Like, he's confused that you don't know who Victor is. Um, Ajira, we're going to flip. Oh, sorry, go ahead, I was, guys. Uh, I was just going to say, I was going to like finish up and like look around and see the people yeah. in the stocks and everything, and then just head back. Yeah. Um, do you leave the donkey head off or on? Off. Okay. Um, it's just sitting to the side of him. Um, Ajira, you're going to talk to the crowd? Uh, tell me yeah, what's going on here. I'm just, I'm just going to mingle with them and try and figure out why everyone's here. Like, what's, um, why is everyone in the stocks? Um, a, a couple people tell you to get lost. Um, you know, they don't want to interact with you. They see you as, like, strange or weird. Um after one goes, Del just grabs the next person. Okay, yeah, and holds them for Ajira to ask the questions. <laughs> okay, uh, Del's gonna hold a person for you. Uh, go ahead, and I'd love to get like an intimidation check, and then tell me what you say as well. Okay, um, let me see intimidation check, and I'd be I'm like, gonna, can I just assist him? Because I'm just kind of. Sure. I'm literally just assisting. Okay. Sure. Yeah, literally. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, goodness. Definitely. All right. Well, that's about the best you can do. Right, that's um, probably uh, best that I'm doing anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> All right. What do you ask? What's your question exactly? Um, I'm getting real tired of asking everyone here. Why are these people in the stocks? They're they're criminals. What did Jeez. they do? I don't know. They all have different crimes. Why the hell do you Let's care? Let's start with the boy. What did he do? What did the I boy do? Oh, ask the damn thing. Doesn't even refer to it as a person. Thing? Yeah. It's a boy. Okay. It's a human. Well, go ask well, I don't it. know, actually, if it is a human. It's a human. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Dell's grip is getting tighter. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. What the hell do you want from me? I don't know. What do I do? I look like I sit here with a with a freaking pad and paper and like write down what everybody is here. Jesus, nobody you're out here booing them. Well, they're they're shitty. They're awful. I've never really? been. What did they do? Know what they did? What did they do? Hmm? Uh, what did they do? Clearly here for a reason, right? Am I back in the group yet? Uh, yeah, I'll say that you walked back over to the group. The boy was put in the stock because he tripped some other kid. I'm sorry. What? Wait, that doesn't seem fair. You tripped someone, and with that, I'm actually going to trip the guy that um, <laughs> um, Dell's holding. Okay, I'm cool. So swipe it. You, you knock that guy prone. He's he's on the ground, and he's like, "Just don't hurt me, jeez." Okay, oh, I just tripped you. Do I go in the stocks now? Um, here's some. 
you don't want to get hurt. Do you see how stupid this idea is that you are putting a boy who tripped someone? Tripped someone. Are you fucking kidding me? He goes, I don't make the laws. Jesus, who I just does? abide by them. The yeah, you're out here booing, so you're one of them. I'm not one of them. You're booing. I'm a good person, okay? I don't right. go in the stocks. Doubtful. Agreed. Doubtful. Where can Where's we find church? this person who's in charge? I don't know. In his mansion where he where lives? Where is it? Right there. And uh, uh, actually, can you guys see it from anywhere? Hold up. Sorry. I don't know. I got to check my notes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you cannot, but he kind of points down a road. It's down that way. How far away from the church is it, Mike? Um, it's gonna, it's gonna take you out of your way. Um, it's gonna be down here. It's gonna, it's gonna take you out I'm of your way. I'm gonna look at Dell and say, "We go to the church first, but afterwards, that boy is going free, one so, way or another." While that's going on, um, about twenty feet away from where you guys are, um, there's a townsman that walks up to a woman in the stocks and knocks like just like slaps the donkey head right off of her and spits in her face and he turns to the crowd and the crowd's like cheering him on like he's a fucking hero or some shit like yeah you did it you hit the woman who's defenseless and um and he's kind of eating up the attention like a freaking wrestler but he makes the mistake of getting too close to the woman and she bites him. She doesn't have much range, but she's able to get her neck out just far enough and like just gets him right on the fucking like thigh. Um, and Josie says, nailed it behind me. Uh, <laughs> and um, uh, immediately embarrassed, um, you know, the, the crowd's kind of laughing at him. Immediately embarrassed, he's kind of holding his thigh. Uh, he slaps her right across the face. Uh, and she kind of, you know, what do you call it? Uh, ricochets, I guess, from that, whatever you want to say. Um, whiplash. And um, he, he kind of looks at the crowd who's laughing at him, and he's, he's going to kind of show them that he's a man. And he starts untying his pants, and he walks around the back of her. At that uh, point, right, as oh, he starts oh, to walk oh, past, oh, I'm going... Just yeah. load up an arrow. I'm just going to pull out an arrow. And <laughs> no, no, no. Um, at so, this point, I'm going to cast a cold person. In just a second. So with blood in her mouth... And her head and arms locked in place. She just starts screaming for help. Uh, there are guards that are like, I don't know, 200 feet away or so. Um, and they just seem to be in conversation with each other. And they're really not paying any mind to what the hell's going on. I guess I put my guards back up here. Okay, so now you guys uh, feel free to jump in. I uh, cast blindness, deafness on him. Uh, I, I cause him to go blind. And I cast hold person. Uh, and I use hold person. Gaius Aspion, go ahead and give me your your actions here. I was gonna see. Is his dick visible? I think you mean Zav. What's that? Do you mean Zav or Gaius? Uh, Gaius, right? Gaius, Gaius hasn't given me an action yet. Yeah, is the man's member visible? Because if so, Uh, I'm shooting it off. He has got his little bitty penis out. All right. Rolling. Oh, what are you doing here? He's shooting. I'm shooting it off. Oh, okay, okay. And then uh, I'm sorry. So you're doing blindness, deafness, right? Yes. Okay. That's and a Steve, on save. We okay. probably want to do initiative to see how this all is going. Right. I just kind of want to know what your actions are more than anything else right now. Um, and then Steve uh, or uh, Aspion. I'm kind of, I'm kind of seeing what guys is doing, so I'm going to cast Mage Hand to hold his dick still. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Do I get the advantage? Give him like a little hand job right before he loses it. <laughs> yeah. Just like get it a little bigger. Just like pull it, pull it taut, just so it's like the. Just like, I mean, it's like, Jesus, Christ. Got five pounds of weight. I mean, that's more than enough, I think. Jesus, really taut. Um, so I'll say that he's a common man and he wasn't expecting it. So I'll say not only is he blind and deaf, being held still, he's got his little bitty dick out. Uh, he's holding one side of it. And then uh, a mage hand has the other side pulling it out and a fucking comes through while Dell is putting hands on him. Um, so I, I want you to roll. It's going to be a hard roll. It's a pretty small dick. Um, but I want you to go ahead and just give me an attack roll. I want to see if you hit the penis. Jesse's in uh, hysterics over here. 19. So, I am not a good roll, roll, dude. dude you're I want to see you I'm going to let you choose. Oh, do you oh. want to do it at the base or the head? <laughs> the base. But also, Straight I, have, through. Oh, I made the shot. I was going to be like, I have sharpshooter. That, like... That takes away any disadvantage for uh, half cover and three quarters cover targets. So. I don't really like the idea of being like, oh, you choose where you hit and things like that because it's a slippery yeah. slope. Um, but I do like that in this situation. Uh, yeah, dude. No, that dude's penis is gone. He just starts screaming, um, but he can't really scream <laughs> um, because he's being held. He's got hold person spell on him. Um, so you just hear him almost like a mummy in pain, Del. <laughs> <laughs> um, at that, uh, the guards are going to run up and intervene and say, what's the meaning of this? Uh, your man, uh, lost. Throws him at their feet. Uh, so they see that you basically took an innocent man and, um, uh, mutilated him. Um, and they're, they're trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, but I will be honest. Uh, I think they're probably a little scared of you at this point. Um, they got their weapons drawn, their pipes drawn. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll say they're going to, they're going to be very questioned. They're, they're going to, what's going on here? Just tell us the situation. This man was going to rape this woman. They look down at the man who's just squealing about, ah! Ah, just bleeding out over here. Um, and they say, w we need to get him a medic. And um, uh, I'm going to go up and yo, he doesn't need a medic. I will take care of him. Here is five gold for your guys' trouble. Split it up as you need and uh, have a nice day. They're going to slap it out of your hands. They're going to say, who do you think you are? And then about and then right after that, I'm going to go. Up. Um, that's fine. Um, at that point, then I'm going to cast um, Cure Wounds on the man. Okay. And then heal Wounds anything the and be like, I told you, I have this covered. I'm an innocent bystander to this city. I just came in and I see a man hurt. Will you let me do my job or not? We saw what you did to the man. I um, did nothing. No, they can see that you casted a spell on him, but <laughs> spells are not invisible. <laughs> Um, they were not paying attention at the time, though, Mike. What's that? They weren't paying attention at the time. He was a concentration spell. They they absolutely saw what happened. Like they didn't give a shit that he was raping this woman, but they absolutely saw what happened. <laughs> um. Anyways, more guards have come up. Um. You did close up the man's wound, uh, so he's now got a little uh, soft nub down there. <laughs> um. That's good enough for me. And uh, so you guys probably have about twelve guards in front of you. When you see about three guards uh, come up, um, 
all dressed a little more elaborately than the original. And they say, uh, and, and you could tell that they command a little more respect. And they say, who's the culprit here? This man on the floor. And the crime? Rape. Rape. You see them kind of look amongst each other. Um, final man kind of comes up uh, from behind you guys, like in, in a way that, um, uh, not, not like in a way like he's coming up behind you guys, like he's going to attack you, just like he comes from behind. Um, and um, he approaches, and um, he's a taller man uh, with like bluish, kind of pale skin, uh, these bright yellow eyes. Um, and uh, he, he looks a little weathered. Um, he's got this, uh, this nice beard. Um, and, and he kind of barks forward. What's the meaning of this? We were assisting. So I feel like we've explained ourselves a few times now. And immediately uh, when you open your mouth, Zav, I'm going to stop you. Because immediately when you open your mouth, it, it takes but a heartbeat to notice in a soft voice you hear, Zav? Zav, you notice this is Jeremy. Oh my <laughs> now, God. This isn't the Jeremy that you remember necessarily. This Jeremy is weathered. He's uh, he's older. Um, it's, it's a little different. But he immediately says, stand down, stand down. And he looks at one of the guards who's still holding uh, his weapon up uh, specifically towards Zav. And he goes, stand down, Mikowski, or so help me, I will throw you off that wall on your ass. And he puts his weapon away <laughs> uh, slowly. Um, and he says, disperse. We can chop as many dicks off as we want with this guy on our <laughs> side. <laughs> you're, you're here. You're here. I'm. I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, about this, it's fine. He snaps his about fingers. About everything. <laughs> I'll say that he snaps his fingers, and uh, the guards immediately take the woman out of the stocks, and they put the man in the stocks, and she takes off. Um, we get the boy as well. He goes. I'm sorry about everything too. He's not listening to you at all. I'll yeah, say no that here. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, he'll uh, he'll say, I I'm sorry about everything too. How did you find me? I, I I followed you in to the cave. I I shouldn't have let you go in by yourself. I I'm You were right. I It wasn't my place to be mad at you. No, no, no. It's it's not that. You're just You're you're so young. You're you've you've changed. Sav, how long have you been looking for me? For me it's been about five five days. For me it's been twenty years. Oh. I've missed you, Zav. I, 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 I've missed you. He looks around to his guards who are kind of peering in and just kind of eavesdropping on the situation. And he goes, 
So um, don't uh, don't mess with folks in the stocks. And um, I, I'd, I'd like to uh, to meet you at the tavern. Uh, my shift is over in about two hours. I I can't wait. These people, what have they done? Um, various crimes between them all. Like tripping a person? It's complicated. It's the mayor's son, I get it. What about this lady here? Um, let me look What'd up what her do? crime was. I had a whole thing for her. Oh, uh, she was stealing yams. Uh, she's a Vistani. Uh, she was stealing yams. Uh, did I see which way the woman ran off to? Uh, yeah, she took off west. Cool. Which is uh, funny so enough, kind of the way you guys are headed. All right, cool. And yeah, yeah, uh, likely she's leaving so that she can go back to her Vistani home. He did mention that she's Vistani. So. Um, cool, cool. Do we have anything else that we want to do before we head over to the church? Um. Not that I want to do. I shot a guy's dick off. Can I go get the arrow? Make sure I did. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll Frame go. I'll, yeah. <laughs> arrow right now. Zao's demeanor has visibly changed. Uh, in, instead of being kind of upbeat and like everything, it looks like Zav was punched in the gut. Um, thousand Jeremy's yards there. basically got the same expression. Like you guys kind of like not necessarily go your separate ways but he's he's got the same kind of like feel to him like th- what the fuck like what the actual fuck uh, as, so i'll say as, that you guys head towards the church so you're continuing west in the town um zav is a little out of it um but you guys are all running um and uh actually uh, can del can del stay at the stocks He's, he turns to uh, Espion. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, Matt, which one are you? <laughs> are you Ajira. 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 He turns to Ajira. Find Irina. Find her. Make sure she's safe. I give you a nod and I start heading off to the church. Del, what are you going to do? Let's let Del do what Del does. Come. Right. I have a Be feeling careful. fewer people will be attacked. If Del, I'm... do you put the donkey head on the, the man? No. <laughs> okay, just wondering. Right. I would. <laughs> In fact, Del probably, Del goes around and, no, you know what, Del actually does leave the donkey heads on everybody else, but he doesn't put the donkey head on the man. Unless okay. someone else does, he doesn't stop them. Okay. All right. Watch yourself, Del. All right. We'll leave Del there um, and, uh, the rest of the party will say uh, is going to head over to the church. Now this slouching centuries old uh, stone church has a bulging steeple in the back with a bell at the top walls lined with cracks and stained glass windows depicting pious saints. Um, A fence of wrought iron encloses a garden of gravestones next to the church. A thin mist kind of creeps among the graves. Um, as you enter through the double doors, gonna change my person. As you enter through the double doors, um, 
you see a priest acknowledges you from across the room and kind of makes haste towards you. Uh, Good, good, good. You've arrived right this way, right this way. My name is Father Lucian. Uh, What is yours? Um, I'm looking for Irina. Uh, he's mostly, yeah, he's mostly talking to, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say, Ajir, you were probably in front, so he's mostly talking to you. Um, you pass, like, several common church-looking folks. This is, like, an altar boy, some nuns, civilians, several sick people, a grave digger. And you kind of start to descend down, like, several sets of stairs. Uh, okay, Ajira, uh, this is where they were last seen. And he simply kind of points over to an empty sarcophagus and looks at you. What do you mean, last seen? You're sent here to investigate the missing bones, right? No, I'm here to find Irina. Oh, oh my god. Alright, I have been asking for weeks. Oh, morning lord, give me strength. He kind of has frustration. He goes, um... You see that, friend. I, I can do both, but first let us find Irina, and then we will deal with your missing bones. Okay. And he kind of collects himself uh, hearing that, and he goes, uh, all right, uh, until recently, uh, the church was protected uh, from Strahd's depredation by the, so- the bones excuse me, of St. Anderhall, uh, which were sealed in this crypt uh, just directly below the main altar of the church. Gaius, uh, as he's hearing this, is like getting like visually distraught, like, of course something was going to go wrong when we got here. I'd, like, of course. I'm just thinking, like, yeah. Uh, yeah go ahead, sorry. Oh no! I was just saying, it's it's it, it's the look of a man who's like the a bad day just got worse. I'm just like, oh, yeah. okay. The theft of the bones uh, leaves our church vulnerable to attacks. Uh, if we can return the bones, we can uh, to the resting place. Uh, we can once again turn the church into hollowed ground. And then uh, at that time, you hear the church bells ring above. Ding ding. Well, that's not what church bells sound like, but that's close enough. Um, <laughs> Father Lucian um, asks you to return to the church. Um, he says, return a little later. Uh, the young woman and the girl, uh, I was able to heal them uh, last night. This morning, they're actually over at the tavern. Um, he's going to cast message on, I'll say Ajira, because he's been talking to Ajira this whole time. And he's going to say in his message, he's going to say, trust no one. You hear that in your head. I'm going to whisper back. I never do. Okay. Cool. So uh, you now know Irina is over at the Blue Water Inn. Well, technically, you just told me to trust no one. That is also fair. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so in that case, um, I'll talk to the father just for a little bit and just be like, you know, where was the last scene? Who was after them? Like, oh, what are we um, thinking? He of? had to go back to to doing oh, like gotcha. some sort of sermon okay. or something. The church bell rang, so he had to to jet. Oh, gotcha. Okay. No worries. Um, then in that case, I want to head on over to the tavern, and I'm just going to pull... Cool. Um, yeah. I'm going to say to Azira, <laughs> so he, he said something to you in his uh, in your mind, didn't he? He did. He said trust <laughs> no one, which I think we all are under that we impression. Already, yeah, I know the look of someone who's getting teleca- telepathically communicated to. Telekinetic. <laughs> telekinetic. <laughs> Cool. So you guys are talking about this while you're making haste. Um, oh, by the way, I just yeah. want to throw in uh, Aspion. I'm gonna like give Aspion a high five. I was like, "Good, thanks for the assist with uh, with the, the and then just yeah, you cleaving." Bet. Yeah, that shit was sick. <laughs> it was a mediocre high five. 
it was pretty sick. <laughs> Not the high five, the the act. Um, so yeah, you guys beeline it um, over to the tavern that you saw. Um, on the way, you do pass through um, the town square again, because that's kind of where it is. Um, Del, you see your team. Do you want to rejoin them as they go over to the local tavern? What's the uh, time? Uh, it's getting pretty late in the afternoon. Um, I will say it's about 7 o'clock. Sun is probably got about 30 minutes left before it officially sets. Does it seem like people are less, there's fewer people in the uh, in the plaza? Absolutely. As it gets darker, it's going to start to thin out. Okay. And, and no one's coming to release these people? Uh, no, no one is coming. There are, uh, again, kind of guards around. Nobody's coming to release those folks. Uh, Dell goes up to one of the guards. How long do these people stand here? Uh, he says that everybody has a different length of uh, imprisonment, depending on the crime. They stay overnight. Well, of course. And you guard them. Yeah. I will be very unhappy if I return, found out you guarded them poorly. Uh, and Dell walked away. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me an intimidation check. I want to see how well this guy is going to guard him. Or maybe persuasion, just depending on how you want to come off, I guess. Uh, I think probably intimidation. Okay. Go Same bonus either way for me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> as, as you leave, he kind of uh, <clears throat> straightens his throat out and uh, stands up a little straighter and um, kind of looks out a little more careful than he absolutely was earlier. Um, so I will say uh, that we kind of recollect um, the party and uh, we head over to the Blue Water Inn. Um, I don't know how much you guys can see. How much can you guys see? Uh, Going to try to fix that. Oh, there we go. There's Ajira and Aspion and Dell. Um, this is one of those weird maps where I don't know why they have it blacked off. I don't know what you're going to see in here that you're not supposed to see, but I guess that's a way to do line of sight. Um, so you guys are going to kind of uh, approach here. Uh, you're going to see a well off to the side. Um, you're going to walk through, um, except for Aspion, apparently. Uh, you're going to walk through and... Um, uh, fling open the doors. You're going to see several townies uh, just kind of around enjoying themselves. Um, but most notably, you don't see Irina. Uh, you see a bar maiden behind the bar um, and then just several townies just kind of all around. Do I see Jeremy? You don't. It hasn't been two hours yet. It's been uh, maybe since you guys talked, maybe 30 minutes. Oh, okay. What time so is he's, the uh, party festival thing at? Uh, that's three days from, <laughs> excuse me, three days from now. I'm uh, just learning to breathe. <laughs> now is probably not the best time to do that. I think it's a poor decision. Yes. Um, so if you want me to start uh, here, um, the tavern is packed with tables and chairs. There's a narrow path uh, meandering between them. Um, the bar sketches along one wall under a balcony. Um, I, again, I don't know how much you guys can see here, but there is a balcony kind of up above the bar. Um, and uh, there is one on kind of either, either side, actually. Um, you hear a man from kind of behind a wall say, 
Welcome to the Blue Water Inn. I'm the innkeeper, Irwin. And uh, he kind of dirts himself off from the kitchen and comes forward. Let me bring Mr. Irwin into the mix. Kind of comes forward uh, to the other side of the bar. Hey, you're not normal travelers. Uh, look at all the folks I'm meeting recently. First nobility, now miss travelers. Nobility? Yes. <laughs> Where? Who who was noble that came through here? Uh, I kinda, we. I kind of clear my throat. Oh. Uh, oh no, I'm just clearing my throat because my character is noble, so that's why. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, I um, outward nobility, yeah, but yeah. and that's what he meant too. But um, um, he uh, he says uh, uh, we had the burgomaster's daughter uh, come recently. Where? She's staying with us. You have a lot of interest in my guests. Can you let her know Ajira is arrived? I can. Ajira, you say? Ajira. Um, he walks up a set of stairs, uh, knocks on a door. Um, you, so you kind of see him leave. Uh, mm -hmm. Knocks on a door. Um, and uh, you hear a little bit of murmuring. And uh, running down the stairs at full force, you see Irina. She runs up and she gives Ajira a kiss just immediately. Smacks oh, one on you right on the wolves. You're going to talk through the kiss? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, as she was running up, I didn't want to like, interrupt it. But, yeah. <laughs> as she was running up, I was going to just say, well, hello, beautiful. And then, obviously, the kiss. Uh, you guys have a nice embrace and a kiss. And um, uh, the young girl... Uh, runs up as well. Um, and uh, uh, Tabitha, what's her name? Sorry, I had to look it up. I was like, oh my God, I forgot her name. Um, <laughs> the young girl Tabitha runs up. Um, she's got the uh, the red hair similar to Irina. Um, and uh, she goes, uh, it's so good to see you. You have no idea what I've been through. Uh, we've seen traces. We know you. I think uh... both the girls, Dell just sits down hard. On a chair. Dell, as you approach one of the tables, a bunch of people just like get up and leave. Like you don't even <laughs> notice they're there. They just get up and they're like, I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. And uh, you just sit down like nobody was there before you and you're just kind of <laughs> lost in thought for just a moment. Um, Tabitha comes and kind of takes a seat next to you and she just puts her hand on your knee, Dell. Dell sits there very awkwardly. Like, he doesn't know, does not interact, but. He also doesn't move her hand away. She just she doesn't even look right at you. She's kind of just staring at your knee where her hand is, and she goes, I know you tried. Del just sits in silence, hands in front of him, staring at his hands. And um, uh, we'll cut back to Ajira and Irina. I've been looking for you. I saw you uh, battled some wolves. Yeah. Thank I, you for uh, taking my advice and getting out of the windmill. The dinner did not go well. Didn't go well on my side either. Um, I wasn't able to save them all. We never are, unfortunately. Yeah. Are you but I got okay? Tabitha out. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. Um, I know I, I did the best that I could. I fought with everything I had. You would have been proud, really. I am proud. You already got a few out. 
that's all I could have asked. Thanks. Um, Irwin's going to kind of come up and interrupt a little bit. Um, I have a picture of Irwin. Let me pull up Irwin here. He's a nice guy. Um, Irwin. You say that about uh, the last one, too. I meant it. Um, so I, uh, What's wrong uh, with so, Irwin? <laughs> fucking right. Um, yeah, he's got a pretty nasty scar, and again, they drew him like he's a fucking villain. Even sitting on a throne for some reason. It's I just don't know. Don't get it. What's that? that he's a pretty yeah. Oh, I know, dude. I know. I don't get it. I really don't. Uh, anyway, so Erwin uh, comes up and he goes, hey, uh, first round's on me. Nobility in the house. We're excited to have you. Uh, please take a seat. Um, so you guys kind of all gather around one large table here uh, that Dell's already sitting at um, and uh, Tabitha. And you guys gather around and Erwin brings you over um, a, a bunch of different drinks and... Um, he has some particular drinks here. Let me pull it open. Um, he goes, okay, so this side is our purple grape mash number three. And on this side is the superior red dragon crush. Uh, you guys can't go wrong. Uh, it's really just whatever you're kind of tasting or feeling. Uh, do you guys have anything uh, in particular I can get you? Uh, food, anything like that? Um, um, I'll take a nail if you have it. Nothing um, for me right now, but I'll take some of that red, the red dragon stuff. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's just sitting on the table, so you're welcome to drink it. He just brought a bunch over um, for you guys uh, to kind of pick at and taste and whatnot. Um, he's pretty proud of his wines. Um, you get that sense. Um, so you guys kind of pick at the food, uh, talk with Irina, and um, uh, eat some um, some food and whatnot. Um, and um, the door opens. Um, and it's, uh, we'll say enough time has passed. The door opens, and uh, you see Jeremy uh, standing in the entrance of the um, Blue Water Inn. Um, and Irwin, his happy, cheerful self, says, Ah, Captain of the Guard! Welcome! Come in! Join us! Um, and that is where we will end tonight's session. <laughs>